Hey everybody, what's going on? It's your host Raider, back on another Wednesday, hump day, 7 o'clock, on a Fashion Furious podcast. So we're here to disrupt and talk some stuff. Back with a Bravo and um, request, by, back by request, is the artist C-Dot. Everybody, welcome C Dot again. Hey, happy to be back in the building, everybody. What's up? What's up? Yes, and so as a favor and as a a gracious host, uh, we're having daiquiris and we are eating um, a Cajun fusion dish called Yakamin from my hometown. So let's dive into it. So, how was your Labor Day weekend? Labor Day weekend was busy. A lot of work. A lot of work. You had to work? Yeah, I had to work. But it didn't keep me from what's going on in the social media world with all this fashion and entertainment and everything. So I bet. You heard Kevin Hart is um, in critical condition, right? Yeah, hopefully he recovers. That's a little bit disappointing. Yeah, we do hope he um, recover uh, because... Uh, that's always scary, and um, we hope that Kevin Hart gets better. Uh, yeah, that's how we feel. I know. So get better, Kevin Hart. All right. So on fashion news, my trusty Dusties. <laughs> this episode is called Fast Fashion. And if you don't know what fast fashion is, and if you're not a person from the fashion industry, imagine Burger King, McDonald's, and all of the other fast food restaurants, and industrial production that happens around it. It is not any different, um, different from any other industry. The debauchery, the scandals, the shade, all of the other thing, the, the the murder of people, the killing of people, everything it is. To bring Americans like us cheap fashion. Well, we're so happy for a, per- a person that um, mimics disabled people. But I guess that's just how re- disabled we are, and to our mindset is when we cut co- when it comes down to. Um, supporting certain businesses and just the illness of being spoon-fed. So, with that said, I am going to jump into something that might be boring for you, a lot of you guys, but the fashion industry has been affected by it disproportionately. And I'm here to speak on it because people with greed know how to wiggle themselves in whatever type of hold to um, isolate themselves and protect themselves in uh, times of toil and turmoil and and, um, times where, like right now, the industry is in a precarious state. You know, 
I'm gonna read a quote to you that Dana Thomas, she is a author of a book called Fashionopolis. And she really um, analyzed the fashion world from three different, the industry from three different aspects. Um, she go from a business aspect, she go from a production aspect, and she also go from a humane, a, um, a human, what do you call it? Huh, I feel I feel like what you're saying is she just kind of like ties together like all of the world. The human rights part of it. Okay. So, you know, she comes from three different kind of fair perspectives that would give you one whole story. I think that's cool. So let me read this quote to you and tell me what you think about it. Fashion is an industry that has depended on the toil of the powerless and voiceless, and they plan on keeping it that way. I think that's really powerful. I'm like, what do you get from that? Let's hear your perspective first. I mean, I'm not in a third world country. And, you know, like, I don't have, I don't live in a place where the industry and the only place in the city is um, factories that hire slave labor and indentured labor or children labor to sew. Um, their garments are produced for them. Um, I think that it's absolutely true. Across the board, 100%, I think that it's almost like when you get to a certain level, you're in, you know? And I don't want to come off like a conspiracy theory that there's some dark thing to take down and manipulate and slave. Um, people into creative fashion, almost like the Wiz, but maybe there is. Yeah, I mean, um, I think the thing. I'm gonna just, I'm gonna just remind you of this before you even go there. We don't think about this a lot, but remember in 2013, the Ranza factories, 1,100 to 1,200 people was killed, wow. and they were trapped. Remember, it was all over the news. They were trapped. So even the people that tried to escape, the front of the structure fell on them and trapped them in. Oh, wow. And there's the thing that we not... And so because of that, I mean, it was these factories are massive. We're talking about meters on top, hundreds of meters on top of hundreds of meters. Okay, no. Um, yeah, so within that, 2,500 people or more was um, injured. When it comes down to statistics, I don't really believe it because there's always numbers that they can inflate it or they can they can increase it or decrease it. So, you know, um, and in 2017, more recently, what is it, 2019, two years ago, you probably remember this. Remember, remember, um, someone bought a Zara code and found a handwritten note in saying that they were. Basically, not letting them take bathroom breaks and feeding them. Do you remember that? Oh, wow, I actually don't remember that. Like when you, whoa, I mean, I remember hearing that about like other uh, businesses, but not Zara. Like this is that's that's a little. Oh, these are regular employees. Like re, like the retail employees. We're talking all the way down to that level, or just even within the corporate. Um. Well. When it come, I guess all of it is a. This is why we have this podcast, because probably some people will tune in, 
and give us an understanding of what parts of it. But I would imagine that it is organization-wide. I mean, when fact, when companies are fucked up, it comes usually from the top. Yeah, of course. Um, And so the people that's at the top live in a bubble that they don't even see the issues and the perils are um, how dire the situation is at the bottom. And this is the bottom, bottom. You know, um, so... Yeah. Okay, okay. So, like, based on the quote that you just read, though, you know what it actually made me think about? Statistics that I actually do believe in. You know, what about just maybe, like, three or four years ago when we hear about... um, the, the the work programs inside a prison and stuff like that that are making the garments that are, that are creating the uh, underwear for Victoria's Secret or the tank tops from Gucci or like how how do you kind of when you look at that quote what does that make you think about within that part of the statistic industry of people that those men are in fashion or those women are in fashion too technically because they're constructing the actual piece that's going out for sale. And you know what? A lot of them probably never thought that they would be a designer. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you about this. And now, Ben, because of who we got in the presidency, this, I think that before he see color, he see green, especially when it comes down to business and big business. I think that because there's such a push for sustainability, which I don't believe in 100%, and because they've been lying to us forever, right? And um, they, you know, all of the sweatshops and all of the practices. That's why we're. This is why this podcast is um, there. But because of the tariffs that are being imposed, um, and there's a way to justify it, they will probably use that as the new structure as production in America when it comes down to apparel and other industries. Oh, of course, yes. I yes, would yes, not yes, be surprised. Yes, 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 and I thank you for bringing that up. Um Now, when it comes down to tariffs, I will be honest. I don't know what the motivation is 100% other than being greed and money. Um and outside of that, a person that works in fashion fashion that is disproportionately affected by it. I think that in some ways I understand what Donald Trump is trying to do and um, how NAFTA has fucked us up along with the greed of the people that was making those money in the 80s and the 90s and not really thinking about it and just wanting stuff to be fast fashion and come to them fast. Um... I understand what he's trying to do with it. And so my thing is always where do we go from here? And I think that you brought up a big a, a big thing. I think that the, the, the prison industry will be disproportionately affected. Um and the stock and bonds will go up in the private prison system. Um because now these are the constructors technically of luxury quote-unquote fashion and these other entities you said besides fashion of course i think it goes oh boy isn't that something they think that they're buying victoria's secret from this 
company yes, in France yes, where they're yes, buying yes. it from a criminal, a hardcore criminal that they would probably lock their car doors if they see them walking it. Ah, ah. I mean, yeah, probably. But then just even even if they're not a hardcore criminal, just the fact that they're inside of sort and sort of system, you're. I think what was scared them even more was. Imagine this Gucci tank top, this Gucci shirt was created by dun 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 a felon. You know what I mean? Like even if the crime wasn't done, just the fact that this person is considered. But I'm a telling felon you, it is or a slave. I'm telling you, chances are it is. Yeah, of course. They say that this stuff comes from a place, but like you know, we have to question where everything is coming yeah. from because we don't know what the history of yeah. these people are of in course. the country they live in. Yeah, of course. But I mean, you yeah, know, I, yeah, I do think it's really good for people to understand. Like these things are coming from mid America and a big prison. Or, I mean, we get those exposures of seeing that even in, like, the shows Orange is the New Black and stuff. They use shows to show us, like, they create these types of things and how they really are. Oh, sound effects, sound effects. So, what does that mean? What does that mean? <laughs> Out of breath. <laughs> um, oh. oh. Cheers. Shot, 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 shot. Cheers. Cheers. Eyes, eyeballs, eyeballs, oh, eyeballs, eyeballs. My bad. There we go. Can't cheers without looking inside of someone's eyes. Woo. All right. So I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> so what's next? What's next? What's going next? back into it. September the 1st, 2019, um, basically three days ago, the census reported that 42% of ladies and girls came out of China production. 26% came out, came from men. 42% came from women's clothing. Okay. Like always. The reason why I went into women's clothing is because women buy more than men. I mean, I have a philosophy people, a philosophy that people want to um, have a lot more bags of shit mm-hmm. than spend a lot of money on shit. Yeah, yeah. So that's where these fast food, popcorn, um, clothing companies come around and there's nothing really made to last. And I think that um, this country was built on made to last. Um, even I was born in the 80s, even growing up, we went to specific shoes because they had the good shoes. And it would last me throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So this country was built on that. But you know, China, I have to say it for what it is because I am a person that's used to dealing with um, Chinese uh, professionals. Um, and I know that it's whatever to get the sale. So we get a whole bunch of defective bullshit. And as a designer working in this industry, you have to know how to do quality control and think ahead and be creative to make sure that your lot or your bulk will come out the way that you want it to come out. Okay, I understand what you mean. So um, you don't think that here in America, maybe there's like a little bit of smoke and mirrors when it comes to sustainability and like it actually being really sustainable? When you say smoke and mirrors, what do you mean? Um, I think uh, like we were just talking about with the prison industrial complex and how a lot of these quote-unquote luxury overseas brands are using American prisoners to create stuff. There's a sense of smoke and mirrors. I don't think that they're giving 
these prisoners a substantial amount of time to really create quality that's sustainability. It's not about that. It's production. Oh, okay. And okay. that means production is cheap labor at yeah, a fast, fast rate. rate. Yeah. And so when I think about these things, because I have a this must go with this, a conspiracy's mind is that, huh? There's a lot of prisons popping up. What did you say in Louisville, Kentucky alone? Yeah, so I was just uh, reading in Louisville, Kentucky alone. Where did you read this? Um, read this one um, through a blog site, but then I actually heard it through radio, morning show, do radio, you, Hot do 97, you... and they actually said it came from CNN. Okay, do you remember... Um, this is about four days ago? The article... The, the source it came from? The blog site, it was something on Instagram. I want to say it was either the Jasmine brand or Shade Room. But, and like, usually when I read those, I'm like, eh, okay, question mark. But then when I hear from a radio source, like, oh, CNN.com, like, go look up the statistics. And it's just like, oh my goodness. But anyway, I think the biggest, scariest part of the statistic was that black men in Louisville, Kentucky, or just Kentucky um, alone has the highest rate of inmates within the past year and they're also building I forget the exact number but they're building a certain amount of new prisons specifically in the state and that's becoming now the new capital for black men being locked up that's, that's insane. Uh, it's a little scary and like wow um, so when I think about that I think about all of the rhetoric that we're hearing and I also think about what's happening in terms of our relationships in terms of consumer because like i said i work in an industry that has been hit the most one of the industries that have been hit the most um and trust me like i said the owners and the the presidents of these companies they are not shy or bashful to say we're making cuts what do you think the top three industries are that are being affected so that i won't lose my thought um so when I hear those things, I automatically think, huh, I don't think it's just because. I don't think it's a coincidence. Um, not to get too political, but this is about tariffs and the condition and the climate that the industry is in right now. Okay. So on note that 42% of women and girls that come from China and attack the tariffs that are imposed is estimated to be from 2018, $23.5 billion. That's crazy. That is super insane. For men, the 42% average out to be $10.9 million. $11 million. Wow. So those tariffs, the companies are not paying for them. Of We're course. paying no, for no, no, them. No, of course. And the reason why there's such a... The reason why there's such an uneven... Um, number when it comes down to those the men and the women is because, like I said, I chose to go into women's wear because I felt like they bought more and they were more inclined to be or try more techniques. Meaning, for example, that, you know, up until now that you might not see a bunch of, you might not see a hundred men walking around with beads on. A beaded jacket, but you might see a hundred women walking around with a beaded jacket. You might not see. It depends, you know, in, in the mass market. Mass market, yes. Okay. You know, you might, you probably would sell a hundred Charmeuse 
wife beater dresses. Stretch Sharbo's wife wife beater dresses. Then the hundred male crew neck pullover fitted Sharbo shirts. T-shirts. Okay. I mean, so, you know, those are the things that make women's wear more expensive when it comes down to fashion. Um, and the specific hues and the fix- specific colors, the embellishments that go on top of it to finish it. You know, they have, sometimes they have to go to different factories to put little things, rivets and buttons. Okay. So that's what that was about. However, we had this one time in um, America... Patterson, New Jersey is known as Silk City. Um, There are certain parts of New Orleans that have manufacturers for ties. Gotcha. There are certain places in New York um, and other places had button factories. Socks, too. Sock factories. So the factories are there. Yeah. We just abandon them. And a lot of us see them driving in these towns or off the freeway. And it has a color. I, it, they all look like Instagram filters. Sepia. You know, <laughs> a color of rust and shade. Yeah. You know. Um, but I was reading in um, the business of fashion. And it were, every single article basically was about technology. And the rest of sustainability. Oh, and the CFDA, which is the council... The Fashion Council Design Association, or something like that. Um, we gonna check that out. We gonna check that out. Yeah. What is the acronym for CFDA? Council F- Fashion Fashion Council of Design Association. Council for Design, something like that. I'm gonna find this. Diane Von Furstenberg used to be. So yeah, Council of Fashion Design of America. Council of Fashion Design of America. Yes. Okay. Are these the people that do the awards every year? Yes. Oh, okay, cool. So then I have heard of this before. Yes, you have. Okay. Um, so, that's where we're going with that. So, when it comes down for people, I feel like to get past this tariff bullshit is that you really have to, and I've always told people this, it's going to be a freelance world. Um, around this, like tw- 10 years ago, I was saying it would be a freelance world and people do, need to do whatever they need to do to make sure that they're self-sufficient. And we're just right there. The good thing that we have a tool, which is called social media, a platform that we can exchange with to... Um, still take care of ourselves and have a job. So all of the business of fashion was about technology, technology, technology. How companies are using Snapchat Mm -hmm. and um, untapped apps like TikTok and everything to be the first of them to display their work. Oh, so we're like launching commercials. To sell, to sell. Because it's supposed to be a big thing in China and that's a way to get rid of the tariffs and not meet them because um, you know, China imposed their own duties on uh, things, and which is tariffs. Yeah. Uh, that's coming here. Yeah. Guys, I got to do my noodles, uh, but I am, <laughs> you're going to hear it moving. This is real life here. So, yeah. So, but I'm All listening. Right. All right. So, I think the three questions when you get back down that I really have uh, were, one, 
with inside of these terrors, do you think that I'm sorry, with these tariffs, yeah. do you think with inside of them there is a building of a infrastructure that would allow America to be more in control of how we're outsourcing but making sure that we still receive the necessary funds back to I guess pay a restitution back to I mean because if you're saying these tariffs have made us lose so much money over the years exactly how do we what do you think that the real way to pay back this restitution is that, I guess that's what my real question is do you the think restitution pay, to us the, um, not only the restitution to us but the things that we've borrowed from other countries to cover ourselves as well I don't think that he's thinking about that Honestly, I don't. I think that this man obviously have um, very unique thoughts on type on situations and how he deal with things. I think it's basically I'm going to punish y'all and get as much as I want, as much as I can for all of the years because they weren't brave enough to do it to y'all. Yeah, I think he'll you know, do it to anybody, it's a part of yeah. all of that Even emotional here, shit, yeah. you know. So I don't know. Maybe I'm think I'm feeling that way. But let me tell you what the companies are do. Hey, 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 um, hey, Mark. Hey, Lisa. Hey, Raider. <laughs> hey, Raider. You know what? We got to cut you guys today because we have so many, te- you know, we have um, costs. Is, it's going across, you know, the tariffs, the new tariffs in China. You know damn well you're still selling to Burlington, TJ Maxx. All of that is solidified. All of the cost is already allocated, and you work something out with the factory because they're okay. your friends. This is the greed on a design level. The initiation point where we feel tariffs. Gotcha. Or sometimes we can't get something, you know, on a strictly designed thing. Now, what the company's trying to play us. We can't get certain dyes. We can't get certain bees. We can't get certain things. We can't do this because of situations that are occurring occurring in different places. Okay. However, because of the duties, they're looking to pollute Vietnam, Cambodia, and Bangladesh. Bangladesh is opening their arms. They're ready to take whoever ready for the business because of greed. Yeah. You know. I was just about to say that as long as that dollar is coming in, so they won't fuck anything up. And they will, um, you know, shout out to the good Bangladesh people that are good that uh, work that uh, work to produce good garments and uh, have good customer service. But the whole thing is okay, okay. I can, I can do it. I can do it. Well, yeah, those to me are the bad ones, not the the good ones. Are actually going to take time to stop and listen and understand. Well, anything good, I feel like uh, it's a relationship nourished because everybody is just trying to say yes to get the the bag. Yes. But it's easy to hide a hundred f- defective garments in a pile of twenty thousand yeah. or five thousand, yeah. and so I that's when that you really have to um, work with people that understands quality based on the condition and the climate that the industry is, so that we won't have any chargebacks and have to pay on top of the tariffs. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. You that know. makes a lot of sense. Yes, cheers to one. Cheers, cheers, cheers. All right. So everything is headed towards technology. 
technology, 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 in all facets of life. Not and just in fashion, the New York Times, um, there's an article. Uh, it's called How Fashion is Destroying Our Planet. It came out yesterday, September the 3rd. Um, and it basically talked about how 60% of the f- fossil fuel... How sixty percent of the clothing, uh, how sixty percent of fashion is produced with synthetic um, materials from fossil fuel. Okay, you know companies like Dupont and all of that, and eighty eighty-five percent of it will not decay and will not uh, decompose. So that means that we have a lot of clothing, uh, weird materials, like plastic, just building up in parts of the world that. A lot, you know, most people don't even go to. Wow. So I really see the correlation of what you're saying with fast fashion, fast food, that actually just help break that down a little bit more. Because the trends change. Remember, so, guys, this episode is called Fast Fashion. So. The trends change so fast that a lot of people can't even really keep up what's going on. I think Yves Saint Laurent, which is one of the one of my inspirations why I went into fashion, said, um, "Fashion." will fade style will never go out of style yeah and that is very true to what's going on right now and um the rapid rate of how we're devouring information and fashion and throwing away immediately so hell maybe we'll we will start buying clothes clothes on a roll like toilet paper and paper towels <laughs> and pop it off yeah, and tear it off and throw it in the trash. Yeah, when we're done with it. You know? Oh, I can see that. We got the we got the red carpet roll. We got the um we got the red carpet roll. We got the uh the the business the business the business roll where you go to work. We have the Everyday roll. Yeah, of course. We have the, <laughs> the church roll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you can just tear off church hats and uh, church suits. Yeah, yeah. Church. Everything got that detachableness to it. Fucking Velcro. Woo. Yeah. Velcro so, fashion all the time. Scott, <laughs> if you try this shit, I said it first. <laughs> so. Oh, uh, and this, the quote is fashion phase, but style is eternal. I think that's yes, really, really yes, great. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I always been one that says simplicity is a best uh, when it comes down to fashion. Um, but going back to NAFTA, I can't specifically just blame it on NAFTA. I think that we were living in a time where I honestly question and we we've been in a situation and had conversations uh chad where we um have had see that um that we have had um conversations with older baby boomers that we express to them how we feel they dropped the ball on uh, where we are at now Oh, granted, yes, 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 yes. granted, like, I mean, I can only speak in, in, in fashion from most parts, but I do live in the, I live in the world. I see what's going on. Um, granted, a lot of their money was used to upstart a lot of technology businesses. Um, but I just feel like, uh, you know, for for something like fashion, um, and we are one of the biggest consumers of it. 
a fast fashion. Uh, while we, we we don't have it here, and I know it's because of EPA things and other things. Um, but explain to people what EPA is, because I know there's probably people listening. Isn't it the Environmental Protection Agency? Yes. They have certain there are certain methods that we use in fashion with dyeing and things that is not good for the environment. But then again, there's a lot of shit that's happening here that's not good for the environment either. So I guess that's why we they're saying that we need to rush the sustainability. We'll see. But we wanted to talk about Made in America, right? See, oh, yeah, see yeah, that yeah, is yeah, him yeah, because yeah, yeah. of that his good hated and rated subject. So <laughs> let's get through this. All right. So I know that. I need you to talk into the microphone, man. I definitely am talking into yeah, the microphone. You can hear me very I'm trying clearly. Trying to put on this seat down for y'all, man. Okay. I'm sure y'all really could hear me clearly because I hear myself very loud right now. That's why I'm trying to. Um, so yeah, made in America. I think uh, there were some fashion hits, there were some fashion misses, but I really want your opinion being a fashion designer. And I want your opinion coming from a person that's on stage. Yes, yeah, okay. So who do we want to start with? You start where you want to start, Mister okay. Hater Rated. I want. Okay, wait, hold on. Let me get my sound effects ready. You wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Go ahead. Go ahead. I need a producer. <laughs> okay. Now, let's do this all over again. Let's do it all over again, okay? Wait, hold on. Sorry, guys. Hey, the Raider, we're going to do it all over again. Okay, now, see that is bet in popular demand to do Hey, <laughs> the Raider. All right, y'all. <laughs> okay, see that. So, okay. <laughs> it's our Okay, so what is this um um rated or hated about this? Uh, hated or rated, whatever you want, whatever floats your boat. Rated or hated, hated or rated. Remember, the, I, the reason my name is Raider is because I am like I want to be a can of roast spray for y'all to spray on this shit. To your musty crusty hoes. <laughs> <laughs> so, right, so yeah. My, I really wanted to talk about Made oh, in America. Oh, shit. I got to look up my email. Okay. Yeah. So, Made in America. Made in America. The first thing I wanted to talk about was the inspiration was where these outfits had even come from. Oh, you got the inspirations? All right. Yeah. So, two people in particular spoke about oh, what wait, their looks were that inspired them for Made in America. Uh, Cardi B said that she wanted to do a mix between an equality outfit mixed with Selena and Evie Queen. Oh, so, if you really actually look at the outfit, like, do you get that vibe from it when you look at it? Selena? Evie Queen mixed with uh, equality. Hold on one second. Here, food. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're cooking food. We're cooking food. I love coming to this podcast. There's food, there's drinks. Raider makes sure that everything is on point. Carry on, um, see that? Okay, so yeah. Cardi B's outfit. I really wanted your opinion. I don't know. Just scream across the room into the mic. Do you think that the inspiration actually comes through in the outfit that we're looking at? Do you think you see equality? You see Selena and you see Evie Queen? Um, not really. Really? Honestly. Uh, uh, yeah and no. 
Why? Okay, Selena because of the jumpsuit. Uh, I think Selena more so because of just the vibe and how she rocked the suit. Uh, I'm getting Evie Queen from the nails and the hair, and I'm getting a quality, of course, from the obvious. Okay, the show me, colors. show me something of Evie Queen that you feel like she got that from. Because to me, it's just honestly, it looked like a Pride costume that they was wearing uh, for Gay Pride in New York City. Yeah, but I mean, you can tell where the first certain inspiration pieces of it came from. I see Evie Queen when I'm looking at the nails and I'm looking at the hair and I'm looking at the makeup, the dramatics of the makeup and all these types of things. Um, not so much the outfit itself. When I look at the outfit itself, I see the equality part. When I see the shape of the outfit around her, I see Selena because Selena wore a lot of, you know, tight fitting one piece outfits, the famous purple outfit it's literally like almost the same type of thing just with a rainbow print on it so i get to see the equality i get to see the evie queen and i get to see the selena i don't know to me she looked like lisa frank's first human character that's funny that's funny that's funny it's funny uh another person that spoke about what their inspiration for their outfit was was the baby who is not the same artist as Lil Baby. I wish people would separate that. Can I see what it looked like? So, he decided to go oh, with that's, what you he know said. What? You know what? I'm going to give him this. It's just reminiscent it's, of old school. Yeah, like, it's it's old, uh, the 90s. What's the Mitchell and Ness? Um, the Mitchell um, and Ness the jersey, uh, jerseys yeah, and everything. jerseys. Yeah, mine got yeah. washed away in Katrina. My cousin the, got me a lot of them. All right. The yep. big over obnoxious chain in the middle. Yep, it's, it's, I like it. Everything about it says so, '90s rapper from New York. What do you York. say for Cardi B? Hated or rated? Oh, so for Cardi B, hated or rated? I say rated. You are you looking at it as hated? Boo! Yeah. Hate it. Okay, the baby. Hated or rated? Rated. That shit is popping. But wait, I should say rated is when you uh, spray raid on it, right? No. Because, so, I mean, you would only rate it because you're hating on it that it's that good. That's but you can't say hated or rated. <laughs> okay. You can say hated or rated. Okay. So if rated, I rate it, it'll be cool. If I hate it. I feel like rated could mean whatever you need it to mean. Hate it. We know what hate it means. We know what the definition of hate is. But rage, usually people raise stuff that they love. That's what hate it. Yeah. But I feel like rate it is, yeah. People only try to raid things that they love, actually, but they want to cover it up with hate. Like a which Viking. Is, yeah. Which is okay. social media, too. I mean, people don't even say they like stuff anymore. Okay. They're like, oh, I hate that shit. But they really mean they love it. Oh, shit. Okay. So. I feel you. So you saying the baby we're gonna rate it because yeah. he really did hit the marks with looking like a '90s New York rapper. His name is the baby. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Next, I want to talk Anderson Pop. He right, says that he had this California kind of beach vibe, which I do agree with. It does look like that. But it looks like he stole this right out of Childish Gambino's closet. It did. It did. So for that alone, I hate it. 
Yeah, I'm gonna go with hated too. It was looks super mass market. Like, dude, you're a celebrity. Put like, it I looks mean, like it's I from Marshalls. I mean, I know it's hot as fuck, but like, it's weird. It looked like a bomber jacket because they have like the tip of it. I don't know what the hell is that. What about the fuzzy hat? What do you think of that? A French terry hat. Well, that's kind of smart because it soaks up the sweat. But who want a sweaty ass Towson on the top of their head? I mean, I'm concerned. I don't know. Usually I like Anderson Pac, but I feel like this isn't really his style. I feel like this is what they kind of told him to go with. Um, yeah. Next on that list. Well, I don't understand men that have uh, nose piercings, but hey, that's just me. Oh, wait. We never said it. Hated or rated with him? Uh, I hate it. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go with hated too. Um, Megan Thee Stallion, what do we think of her Dapper Dan inspired, weird, repetitive look? I'm saying repetitive because we actually saw Remy Ma not only with the same outfit, but the same hair in black. How you know? You saw, was it actually, I want to see. Okay, it. I need everyone to look up Summer Jam from 2018. I'm about to look it up right now. I need everyone to look at the Wait, performance phone, that she looked my up. Phone. I see phone. Wow. <laughs> I need everyone to also look up the Remy Ma uh, advertisements that she did for her shows in Syracuse, where she had on the Dapper Dan, the Gucci boots, the Gucci bra, and the Gucci blazer. Um, the slight difference with Megan Thee Stallion. Listen, why she can't wear that? It's oh, this is. Oh no, that ain't even the same oh, outfit. It, 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 she only changed two parts of it. She put it a bun anyway, instead of a ponytail. Anyway, was the other one you was talking about? This don't even look the same. This but go ahead. I, it do not. But go ahead. We're, but, so what? are we gonna hate it or rate it though? What do you think about Megan Thee Stallion's look? I was just wondering if her pussy was sweating. Because the whole the time. Pants. The leather shorts, I'm sorry? Yeah. What did you think of the back of the shorts? She had the, 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 the Dapper Dan emblem on her body. I don't get why she didn't. Mm, I wanted her to wear some of what she been wearing. like those. More romper bikini looking. It's not a romp. It's, I guess it's like uh, bikini bikini shorts. Um, but I understand that she's a woman and, you know, like, you know, that's it's still a pretty outfit, but... Um, I guess just like the industry and the machine and all these all of these other people are there. I wanna always see a naked. So that's true. Do you think that she should have had Dapper Dan on the back of the jacket or she should have had the stallion? I don't get out? okay, I'm glad that you brought this up. I don't get how Dapper Dan is associating his name with these high brains because brands because um I believe in the eighties that he got sued for Doing just the same, just what he's doing right now, and I might get some flack about this shit. But you know, um, I I just don't think that it add to it or take away from it. It could have been a red without the Gucci brand or whatever color and said Dapper Dan. I would have loved it. It's still, but that's where he at, I suppose. And I think a lot of it too, from what we got. Where's the tariffs on that? Wow. <laughs> um, I don't even think we really know what's going on. Because based on his interview on The Breakfast Club, it seems like he's just trying to stay out of legal troubles as to the way he's going about things. But that's a whole other story. Um, 
you know, people agree to things. And last but not least, wait, did we say rated or hated with her? You said you hated it. I I I, I am on the fence because so, I hate it. <laughs> I'm on the fence with Megan The Stallion. Period. Um, because I have an issue when it comes down to the word stallion being associated with black people. Fuck. It is what it is. My white friends and my white people get over it. I can say it. Okay. Fuck. Uh, I don't like the term and I get where we're going in the industry and then we're in the world and all of that. Um, also I just feel like it's a hard act to keep up. With the outfits and the body, and you know, and I love it. I mean, um, and well, she's young. She's also, what, you're going to school, so I guess we can enjoy why why it's happening. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think she's a fad. I think she's actually gonna last for a little bit longer than we're expecting. But I do think. Exactly what you said. It's a lot of upkeep when it comes to the body, the fashion, making sure you're always showing off your body. Um, but she is in school, so hopefully so. she's looking at that. And I ain't saying that school is the end result. Yeah. But hopefully maybe she'll own a label and like do things like that. Well, there you go, Megan. He just dropped the gym on you. All the damn label, girl. <laughs> And then last on our list, well, not last on our list, second before last on our list, uh, what did you think about Lizzo's look? I thought it was a little, like... <laughs> yeah, I, you better be honest. I'm you saying, better be honest. I, I, I don't know. Okay, okay. I love, love, love Lizzo. Anybody who follows me, my Instagram, at C period, sings rhymes, check it out. Um... I think Lizzo's look actually came across a little odd because it looks uh, thrown together fast. I'm not understanding the bodysuit under the denim, the fishnet stockings with the shoelace sides to the shorts and the shoelace in the middle. One boob ripped out, the other boob covered. It's it's just like a lot of... It's a lot going on at one time the pigtails hey guys sorry i'm telling you it's real life and at the time we're doing live recording so i need we need to eat so uh anybody that know me raider uh um there's a we're twins there's another person that's inside of me that knows how to cook really well but that's what i'm doing so if you hear weird noises it's it's cooking noises so, yeah, hopefully, man, it's chopping vegetables down in front of me uh, right now. I love it. Oh, do you mind um, filling me with some peanut butter? Oh, there's always more peanut Lizzo looked like a Cabbage Patch kid to me. So. Yeah, with like Didn't this Harley she... Quinn weird kind of influence with the fake tattoo uh, arm. And I keep seeing that Smirnoff commercial where she said it ain't my fault. Oh, for juice. I'm just She's like, starting damn. to look more like the advertisement. So every time I hear that, I hear it ain't my fault. Uh-huh. So they got you drunk off the of your own juice and sent you out there. Let me stop fucking with Lizzo like that. Nah. I love Lizzo. We love, we love Lizzo. But, but this... she look like a cabbage patch pal. Yeah. Meets 
a weird Harley Quinn. No, at least I just want to put some shoe strings on the side. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think when I look, you think at I would have been able to do something way better? Yeah, I think you would have been able ten to do times better. better. I think what I'm looking at is the arms and the bows in her hair and the crinkle in her hair. And it just screams Harley Quinn from the, what was it? The Bomb Squad? What was that the name shit, of that movie? That shit Suicide Squad? That shit screams. Remember, she had the same pigtails. She had the sleeves on both arms of the That tattoos. shit screams Cabbage Patch Kid in Philadelphia. See, I think it's only the Cabbage Patch Or who else would she represent? Yeah, it's true. I mean, I'm trying to see. I'm trying to think. But I mean, it's just a costume. You know, whatever. And then last on my list was, because uh, we're talking about fashion, what did you think of Beyonce's um, overfitted shirt that now public wants to say is her pregnancy cover-up? I don't talk about Beyonce on this podcast. <laughs> okay, because if the beehive trying to come from me, I'm going to raid the ass. Bam. Well, I'm going to give mine. I'm going to go with hate it because it's just, this is your festival. This I'm is your... tired of talking about Beyonce. Can, this is not about, can we, no. no We're talking about Made in America. And everything that was a part of Made in America. Okay, you know what? Then, that's, and, 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 and then if that's the case, this episode is sponsored by Popeye's chicken sandwiches. View us, <laughs> Raider, the Fashion Furious Podcast, every Wednesday, 7 o'clock on Spotify or Anchor FM, the Fashion Furious Pop- Podcast, sponsored by Popeye's chicken sandwiches. Just the sandwiches. Just, just the sandwiches. <laughs> just the sandwiches. We got lines for days. <laughs> So, yeah, no, that's all I really kind of wanted to focus on with um, the Made in America. I was just, like, a little confused at the fashion. I feel like these artists need to actually treat these title Made in America um, festival the same way they treat an Essence Fest or the same way they treat any other festival where they want to make sure uh, that they're looking up to par and they're not just looking uh, wild. I feel like they are have yet, because maybe this is only the fifth year, Exactly. It's a very new um it's a very new festival still. Yeah. So yeah. Which I'll be performing at very soon in my life. So tell people where they can find your music. Alright, so it's very simple. If everyone just goes on Instagram it's very simple. and you type in C dot sings rhymes, that's R H Y. M E S for those. Cause you know a lot of people don't know how to spell rhymes. <laughs> so if you go in there, just go in the bio. There's literally a link tree that connects you to every song that I've put out, every interview that I've done, and every podcast that I've been a part of. So hey, go check it out. Let me know what you think. DM me, all those types of things. Well, guys. Oh. Alcohol. Damn, that was my favorite cup too. I guess that uh, was that. That was a good ink pen. <laughs> this is an ink pen, not a knife, not a spoon. 
we're gonna get that all cleaned up. But uh, no, that's up too strong. Uh, well, I guess I should talk about the story I had, guys. Oh, story okay, time. Me... All right, I'll clean this up while he does your story time for you guys. So you, you know guys what? I, gotta, I have to change. I want to see comments. I want to see DMs. I want to see all that. Get at me. Get at me. What's up, Brooklyn? Okay. You're gonna have to, um, even though you're not, they're not in music. You're gonna have to. Uh, I don't know the music. Watch your hand. Damn, I really like that glasses, Crystal. Huh? I mean, I know I'm recording, but um, shout out, shout out my podcast to your your people, your music people. But um, I I guess I don't have a a, a I, the the my glass just broke, so I'm gonna come up with a quick new sound effect for you guys. I guess it's I guess not no. We'll find definitely a sound effect for this. Oh no, I got one. I got one. I got one. No. No, 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 no. Shade of tea what people would say. Here we go. When you hear this, I actually was supposed to do this. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. The call is coming in. All right, guys. The tea. Get the tea. So, Dot was nice enough to come over today and help me record this podcast. And as a favor with friends, because all my friends love my cooking, I made dinner and I made drinks, daiquiris. Um, everybody loved New Orleans food. Oh, another. I replaced it with another crystal glass. Um, I had a friend that has been in the industry. Says name. <laughs> His name is. I'm gonna say messy boots. Nah, messy boots gotta have a real name so we could identify this situation. Well, you can't find him on no social media because he's a troll. Huh. So, messy boots was supposed to come on the podcast to um, talk about tariffs and all of the things coming from a, a higher level of fashion. I sent Messy Boots a, a release form and what this podcast is about saying that you should be about it. We're going to talk about tariffs. We're going to air stuff out about the fashion industry. Um, and obviously, as you can see, I'm having issues because people are not brave enough. They're all cowards. They don't want to talk about this shit. Um, That's why but I need his real name. His name is associated with a famous truck. And I ain't going to air him out like that all the way because we're actually friends. But friends understand you got a Fashion Furious podcast. Well, the reason why he doesn't, I feel like that he want to air it out is because he's not brave enough. And also, he make a lot of his money in this industry, but he feel like there's a disproportionate... Um, there's disproportionate levels of unprofessionalism, racism, sexism, all of that shit. Um, and I wanted him to talk about terrorists because he is one of the people that are 
one of the leaders in talking about this about the shit. But this is the problem. This is why it was created. We cannot be cowards about this. I'm going to be diligent about this shit. I'm going to beat y'all down until we get it, until we understand this is a platform for us. I really don't give a fuck about not having friends or being the popular one. I mean, obviously, I would love for this to do, love for this for to come out, out of something to help branch fashion off of what it is, the system that it is right now. But basically, it is what it is. And I really don't care about what people think or what people feel about what I'm doing because, number one, my whole mission is to bring information to working designers out there so that they can know and then it won't be um, ambiguous or they feel like they're being evaded. You know? Um, And he has been trained by the old school mentality and I get it. You know, but the industry is changing, bro. Get with it. So, anyway, I want to start telling people or giving people a little inspiration when I leave these podcasts. And I guess this one is basically mind your business, do what you have to do. Don't let nobody tell you you're wrong or something or what you're doing is wrong. Everything takes time. Be patient, ground yourself, be present. Look at the time, look at the date, and focus on the breathing in your nose. And guess what? Where there's a will, there's a way. Ask questions. Email me. Let me tell your story. Ask me about advice, how to cover your ass. Um, And this is an exchange. We can go from there. So there you have it. And we out.